We are the creators of reality. Those who have mastered perseverance, those who thrive despite attempts to thwart us, those who make magic at the root of the very trees they hung us from. We are the mountains and the rivers. We are the sun and the moon. We are sand and gems. We are the first and the final. We be big and small. We be light and dark. We be seasoned and youthful. We be sensual and sacred. Those gifted and divine. Those powerful and radical. Those vibrant and ancestral. We are the creators of reality. We are the Black Oasis. All right. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Black Oasis Podcast. I'm your host, Kaya Supreme. This is the place where we lay it all down. Today's guest is slick genius. Brilliant. <laughs> like, I don't know if anyone has met um, a high-functioning person, right? And, and I just started working in higher ed, and so now I'm surrounded by them. But as soon as I, like, met people in my office, the first person I thought of was Tierra. I have never seen someone so committed, so dedicated, so consistent, 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 and yet also so kind, sweet, willing, beautiful. I mean, she's stunning, right? <laughs> but, but she is brilliant, literally brilliant. And um, I'm just so glad today to have her on, to have the honor to interview her, to highlight, affirm, showcase, love, and celebrate her with you all today. So please, without further ado, welcome the phenomenal, the divine, the stunning, the brilliant Tiara. <laughs> oh my gosh. What an intro. <laughs> welcome. So how you be today? Oh, I am well. I am well. I am well. Um, yeah, I am a little bit tired. <laughs> but what else is new right. um but well and I get it's a, it's a pretty chill day that I have ahead of me so I'm excited about that I'm okay good deserved. yeah mm -hmm. good we always need that balance because we yes. can go 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 and not rest but why don't you just tell people a little bit about yourself where are you from you know who is Tierra? yes absolutely um so my name is Tierra LeCardinet um, also known as Abebe, um, from the wonderful nation of Ndulu and Zynga. I am from East Oakland, California. Shout out to the Bay. So I really grew up all over the Bay Area, for real. Um, so shout out to the West Side. Um, yeah, I, 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 I'm trying to think what else. <laughs> what else? Every, I always think to go straight to my career, and I'm trying to stop doing that, but, um, yeah, I, I moved to Atlanta about seven years ago, and I've been learning more about exactly who I am ever since. It's been a beautiful journey. So. I know that's right. I know that's right. And so you mentioned the name Abebe. Why don't you tell us what that means? Yes, um, Abebe means we asked for her and she came. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, so there's, I'm, I think that's a big part of my journey um, ongoing is figuring out more about exactly what that means, right? Like who was it that asked for me? Um, and where did, where did they ask? Like, who did they ask for me? <laughs> like, 
Um, and how did I know in order to just kind of show up? Like, and so when I was given that name, I was, it was a trip. The thing that stood out to me most was the fact that like, when I say it, I say we, which uh, the emphasis was on like, I asked for myself. Yeah. And so um, that, I guess I'm learning more about that in my career. I'm a clinical mental health counselor. And um, the more I grow in my profession, the more I understand that I am in so many ways, the adult that like I needed in my life growing up. So um, yeah, it's pretty special. Yeah, it is special. And, you know, I mean, we always internalize, you know, it's, it's, it's important to always internalize one's name um, in uh, African tradition, especially because spiritually, it's it's kind of like a window into our spiritual yeah. contract. And so um, I, when I first heard your name, um, I was like, ooh, I wonder, like, 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 how is this personal, you know, because it does sound and come across so communal, you know what I mean, but I know the purpose of your life is not simply to show up for others, and so I'm glad to hear you say, you know, um, have hear you thinking and pondering about how it applies to you, and you know, you asked for yourself, and you showed up for yourself, and crazy, that's revolutionary as a black woman <laughs> to be able to ask for oneself and show up for oneself. One. Yes. Right. Yes. Because we sustain so many things in so many other spaces um, to show up for oneself first, for what I need first. I think. Praise be to God. So. Um, and so you moved to Atlanta. You're from the Bay. I did not know that. I don't think. The yes. Bay, that's I yes. mean, first of all, the, the Bay has some sort of flavor. That, <laughs> like. Y'all, y'all go hard. Like, I don't, I, I don't think I've quite seen like just such Girl. boldness. Like, <laughs> it's like the, it's like that New York City boldness, but like with Cali swag, it's serious. Oh, absolutely. That's it's the perfect serious. way to describe it. <laughs> yeah, like perfect. anyone from the Bay, like y'all from the Bay. Um, <laughs> All day. Um, mm-hmm. So I know that, you know, you don't want to get into your career too much. However, um, I love that about you. And <laughs> I, am, I am fighting to follow in those footsteps because I want your job oh. one day. So, um, and, 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 and so, okay. I was going to like a big reveal, you know, that about your, your next steps. Um, yes. but I'm so excited. <laughs> and so you guys, Tierra is, is going back to my hometown. Ow, ow. A PhD program. Look at look, see, look at how old it is. We got accepted to Howard <laughs> University. And I'm gonna tell you this. This is what I know. As far as as far as psychology programs go, black psychology programs go, mm-hmm. HU yes. is number one. Mm-hmm. Top of the line. Top of Correct. the line. And so I know you have to be an excellent candidate to have gotten accepted. Please tell us about this process of Ooh. getting into this PhD. Yes. Yes. And I'll clarify, I have no problem with going into the career. I just, I'm trying to get better at not leading with who I am is my career because I'm so much more than that, but it's a definitely big, it's a big (laughs) part of it. So (laughs) I don't mind at all. Oh my goodness. So, um, actually a trip because seven years ago, (laughs) I had no idea. Like, I would have laughed so hard in my face if you would have told me that, like, this was where I would be and this is where I'd be going. Um, And so as far as the process, 
it's been a surprise to me every step of the way for real. Um, I graduated from the illustrious Clark Atlanta University in 2019 and I had jobs. So when I came out here, I just, I just wanted a degree. Like yeah. I literally came out here. I was like, I'm going to an HBCU. Um, I'm a study in psychology because it's interesting and it, it asks a lot of those questions that I've always asked and never knew that there were actually answers to. Um, I was super excited about that. Um, messed around, fell in love. I'm a simp. <laughs> um, but my plan, my plan was to graduate and to go back to Cali. And um, I had several job offers back in California when I graduated. I had job offers actually all over. I had job offers in New York, in South Africa, in like LA, like all over the place, except for Georgia. But my simp self, um, <laughs> I turned them all down and got a job working for one of my favorite professors as a nanny so that I could stay in Georgia. Listen. <laughs> um, I so that you. I could. <laughs> the heart wants so the heart wants. Listen, that, that right there. Um, and so I, uh, yeah, while I was working as a nanny, my professor also just so happened to own a private practice. She's a psychologist. And so- Shout out to Dr. Kamika Bell. Okay. Out. <laughs> yes. Um, and so I was working, taking care of her beautiful baby, and I started like working a little bit more at her practice, just helping her out. And I started be connecting with other therapists in her practice who ultimately inspired me to apply for the master's program that I had no idea existed literally just months before that. And so I applied, got in, fast forward to December of last year, graduated with my master's. Now I'm a whole clinical mental health counselor. Couldn't have told me. Yeah, literally. wild. <laughs> so it's a blessing. It sounds like divine it order. Is. It's wild, absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah. and so like embarking upon, but but embarking upon the transition from masters to PhD requires Ooh. work, you know. And and so how how do have you managed that work? Um, you have a full social life. You know, we sing in the <laughs> choir together. I know yes. I'm legit like you Shout you be doing I didn't even talk about how your leg was broke for like <laughs> two years like girl used to be on, the first one on campus with that broke leg <laughs> that broke foot warrior training everything <laughs> yes um oh goodness okay so the transition so when I was in my internship, um, which is my final year of my master's program, I, of course, went right back to Dr. Bell because, you know, excellence. And um, we were talking about PhD programs because there's, there's so, like being a, a at master's level, it opened up a lot of doors for me career-wise, but I don't want limitations. I don't want the glass ceiling. And so I was like PhD all the way. And it just that kind of opened up those final doors of the very specific things that I want to be able to do in my career. And so at first I was like, yeah, I'm going to apply to like 10 schools because, you know, my or PhD programs are so hard to get into, yada, yada, yada. <sighs> I applied to one. <laughs> I applied to one. That application process alone yeah. almost took me out. Yeah, Like the application to get it. First of all, I'm convinced that they literally just created like that just to weed out people because mm -hmm. it's the application to a PhD process is hazing alone <laughs> like that mm -hmm. itself. And so, um, 
Yeah, I, I, I actually, I went up to Howard because I went to a P, I went to a PWI for my master's program, and I was like, look, if school is going to be ghetto regardless, I might as well be with my people. So I went up and toured Howard, which is one of I think either three or five HBCUs that actually has an APA accredited PhD program in my study. So um, went up and toured, and I just fell in love. Um, the whole thing was like, it was a crazy story, but um, everything was so aligned for me to be able to actually get a tour by the um, the chair of my department on the day that the campus was actually closed uh, for mental health day. And she just so happened to be coming up because she had left something the day before. Like it was, yeah, it was literally, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, um, the whole thing was just like, yeah, I was absolutely supposed to be here. And so I was like, I'm gonna just apply to this one school and if I don't get in, we're going to figure out what we're going to figure out next year to get this application together because I'm going to Howard. Um, so I um, I was talking to my Fundi and she gave me an assignment. My Fundi is, um, well, you know, but, you know, a, a mentor that you're given when you're on a journey in the nation of Madugun and Zynga. And um, she gave me an assignment to reach out to a collective of people who would receive PhDs and to just get advice on what that transition looks like, how to prepare and all those things. And one of the biggest things that I heard was like, get your discipline in order. <laughs> and so, um, yeah, I've been doing really, really well. I, I have this app called the Good Habits List and I have uh, seven things on there. And every single day I knock off um, something I, I every single day I have to check off everything on the list otherwise I start over and so um yeah I've been working on that I've been um every day I try to you I try to um use Howard's what's it called um library system to start getting my skill back up when it comes to researching and reading um academic level paperwork and things of that nature like just things that I'm interested in for now so that it you know it keeps the pull and the motivation but just steady trying to continue to stay in the mindset of like it's not over yes rest because you're out of that master's program but don't lose yourself because yeah. it was a major curve just going from undergrad to graduate level so going from like not being in school to PhD level I was not trying to deal with <laughs> that battle so yeah well, you have it. I mean, you know, you have you have demonstrated your uh, excellence, your your discipline, your standard. Um, I I'm always in awe. Listen, not a doubt in my mind. You know, if if you're not there, it's because you absolutely cannot be present. Mm -hmm. It's not even a, a a mention or a worry of anything else. Um, and okay. so. I mean, I, I just love that about you. I respect that about you. And I just send you so much love on your journey. Um, you are going to love DC. You are going to love HU. It's be great. I grew up right there. Yes. Right. Walked to Howard for church every Sunday. Shout oh. out to the HU grad. And so, um, you know, I'm, I'm just sending you lots of love. And of course, we'll talk and, and I'll be happy to shoot you people. Yes. All those, Please. those good things. Absolutely. So, so. Let's talk about just transition journey transformation, right? How do you think you've changed from the beginning of your journey here to Atlanta to now leaving? How have you oh grown? Gosh. Oh my goodness. Oh <laughs> gosh. I'm literally not the same person. Like I am not the same individual. And I think it's so spiritually divine that it's been seven years seven is the number of completion and I moved here as like a young 21 year old just 
bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, like, oh my gosh, HBCU. Mind you, I had just learned that HBCUs existed two wow. years before I moved, or not even, because I found out on the trip to Texas in 2015, I moved out here August of 2016, so a year um, before, and I was just like, yay, Black people who, like, do something more than, like, sell drugs, do sports, rap, and die early. Like, literally, that was my life. (laughs) I mean, that's Um, a lot of people's perceptions. It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, like, the idea that Black excellence existed alone was fresh to me. So to come out here and be like, first of all, every one of these Black folks up in here got a doctor title. Like, what is this? Um, and like really, especially, and I have to shout out, she's literally one of my favorite people on the planet Earth, Dr. Kamika Sanya, Ife Talio, Olamaroti, Bami Dele, Bell. <laughs> like wow. the magnificence of that woman, like, and being able to be so close under her. Like, I, I, I honestly feel like in the introduction, I kind of sleep on it a little bit, but being able to be up under her really showed me like, I could do this, like being able to, and she's, again, just the most incredible woman. She's so vulnerable and transparent and just fully authentic. And like, it it makes the magnificence that she is human. Infectious. And it really makes it, yes, it really makes it like, oh, wow. Like anybody could like really reach you. And I remember saying to her in undergrad, like, I want to be you when I grow up. And now here I am literally. On your way. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's really the biggest thing has really been just like seeing more of myself for the amazing, incredible person that I am and like being willing to acknowledge and even honor like my heart and my goals and my dreams and the power that I have to actually make a difference in this world is crazy. And again, if you would have told me any of the dreams that I have now, seven years ago I literally would laugh in your face I was that girl that was like yeah all I want to do is have kids which is still the case (laughs) still you know family is always still number one for me but I was literally like I could literally have a job as like a secretary somewhere I as long as I'm let me say this as long as I'm off early on Tuesdays and Thursdays, because those would be the days that my kids don't go to daycare, <laughs> and I pick them up, and I get to make Landed. them lunch, and take them to, the, like, <laughs> that was my mindset, it was like, I, everything, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with how I was thinking, I think it was just, I was missing the fact that I could also have a life too, like, yeah. I didn't, my entire being didn't have to revolve around taking care of someone outside of myself, and so, um yeah that has been my journey you know that that was my biggest struggle on the journey was learning how to acknowledge like I matter too and the things that I give to everybody else like how can I figure out how to give that to me because I would always be disappointed and feeling like well I give it to everybody else so the expectation is that I mean between all the other people that I take care of you would have thought that I was getting back you know a combined version of like what I give out and that wasn't the case so there's something so specific about the love that I give the care that I give the nurturing that I give the healing that I have that only I can give and so to expect that from other people was only leaving me disappointed and so learning how to provide that and to offer that and to cherish that for myself it has been the biggest um transformation I think wow wow girl (laughs) go off and you know and and, and, I mean really it is a beauty 
and a privilege to be able to have such powerful elders, to have such a fantastic mm -hmm. elder, you know what I'm saying, on your team, on your side that you get to walk with. I mean, you know, it, as far as Ndugan Nzinga is con concerned, I know that when I started, I used to look at uh, walking with eldership in a very like structured and robotic way. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I was gonna make sure I called everybody and make sure mm -hmm. I walked with everybody. But it wasn't until years later that I really started to feel the connection of relationship and I can, I'm a walking testimony of when you have, when you have people who've gone before you to help pave the way, you know what I'm because I'm the big sister. So I always feel like the, 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 yes. the sister. but when you have other people in front of you, um, especially I uh, shout out to all my Nzinga, black women, um, you know, Ooh, there's cool. really nothing like it. I could like both the jobs I have right now from, from my Nzinga sisters, you know, like it's just. <laughs> Like I mean, that's everything that's yes. falling in my lap, the way my life is a, a whole complete turnaround is because of the black, black women in my life and the eldership. And so mm -hmm. um, uh, thank you for vocalizing that because I do think, you know, you're telling me and what I'm recapping, you mm -hmm. came from not even being aware of what black excellence was to now being black excellence. Mm -hmm. And um, so thank you for allowing other people to mold, shape and take your sight and your dream and, and show you that it's bigger than what you could have imagined so thank you because it, it requires humility because you could have yeah. walked up and been like who said what well, i'm not doing none of that you know <laughs> <laughs> and so you know your willingness has, has made room for you um yes. so how are you going to manage your relate because you know you said you boo love it how are you about to do this relationship girl <laughs> yes oh the question mm. <laughs> <laughs> um so, um, great question. The, um, honestly, if I'm being completely, completely honest, I don't know the answer to that question. I've, I've, I've been seeking wisdom. I have prayed about it. I have cried about it. Um, and we have talked endlessly about what it's going to look like. And the truth is we still don't know um, because we, you never know what to expect. And I have learned my lesson in trying to control it. Yeah. And so for me, it's not the how, it's just the that. Um, it's that we gonna make it work. It's that we gonna figure it out. That's right. How, who knows, who cares at this point? Because it's, as soon as I try to say something, <laughs> my spirit laughs at me and yeah. says, okay, bet. <laughs> Wanna bet? <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, but it's our, our, our story is like, honestly, and I don't know that I've ever heard that. I don't know that you hear people say this often, but like, if I can be honest, our story is one of my favorite love stories. Um, I have been so intentional from meeting this beautiful man to literally yesterday, just us like cuddling up to go to bed last night. Like, and um, like, I know, like I moved to Atlanta at 21 years old. I hadn't had my first kiss. Like I was just so new to the idea of love because I, well, I wasn't new to the idea of love. I was new to the idea that like love could look like this, but I had a feeling. And so I had made a decision, like I don't have any exes and I plan to keep it that way. <laughs> like, and so it took us, let's see, it took us four years to really get it together. Like we were figuring life out in the first like year or so and then we decided like let's just be best friends we were best friends for two years 
um, before we even brought back up the concept of like actually dating again. And then we dated on and off for like a couple of years, just learning each other, figuring each other out. And then um, finally in 2020, like I said that very thing to him. I was like, you know me and you know that I don't have any exes and I plan to keep it that way. And so he had asked me um, to be with him three times before I finally said yes. And the answer was never no. It was just make sure you're ready. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, And so we made that commitment September 24th, 2020. And that's been what we've been falling back on. Like, it's not a, let's try it and see what happens. It's not a, you know, like, let's, you know, play with it. It's a, we made this commitment and we're here and whatever we need to shift and adjust and learn and grow in order to make it work. That's what we're going to do. So that's, still applies mature stuff right there (laughs) no for real I mean I think it's beautiful and I I love to be for you to say you know it's one of my favorite love stories I want to watch the movie when you're when you let it out and when it's time I'll be in the the way in the theater with my popcorn (laughs) it's around here somewhere it was funny we were playing this couple's game this card game and one of the questions that we asked was like um if your story was a Netflix series like what would what would the title be called and um like what would the title of this chapter be called or this episode specifically and I took that and ran with it and I literally wrote out like a two-page long like (laughs) titles for each episode and like what time span each episode would cover and stuff the way that we're gonna just wait on it the way that that's gonna (laughs) because folks we've asked so many people and they're like please like please because all of our friends who have like excuse me, grown up with us and with this relationship, they still have no idea what the heck is going on <laughs> every step of the way. So it's, it, it, yeah, it'll be out at some point in time, whether book, Netflix series, movie, all of the above, it's, y'all gonna see this. <laughs> That's, That's beautiful. Shout out to Black Love. So yes. I ask everyone who comes on the show this question and, mm-hmm. um, and I am excited to hear your answer. If you could have one wish for Black people, one wish, go to sleep, wake up tomorrow, and it is so, what would it be? (sighs) Freedom. Like, genuine freedom. Um, And I say that because all of the other things that anybody could ever wish for positively, Mm -hmm. for Black people, we have it. We just don't have access to it. Um, and so like the love, the health, the ability to learn from our past, the ability to grow, the ability to heal, the ability to sustain, like all of those things we have and we've shown it and we've proven it time and time again. It's just a matter of being able to have full access to it. And the, the second that we are freed of all of the different types of imprisonments that mm-hmm. we have been um, chained under. Just the world, the way that the world will look so completely different. Mm-hmm. And so if I could, um, if I could, yeah, have one wish, that would be it. Freedom of the mind, freedom of the body, freedom of these toxins, freedom of the chaos and the hatred all of these things that we're imprisoned by um true freedom would just 
it would take off and nobody wouldn't even really know what happened because you wouldn't be able to recognize us or the entire world because mm. we're just we've never been a people to be like oh it's just us like the way that we would put every each and every single person on our backs and carry them to that freedom of like love and um just optimization with us that's so would true that's so true because yeah. we already lead the world mm-hmm. creatively <laughs> run down yes. the list we really truly do although i know that's not necessarily mm-hmm. uh the narrative but it's the facts and right. um and, and so and we're doing that in shackles yeah that's, that's what i'm saying and that's so to, the gag to be done mm-hmm. uh centered in health and wellness and knowledge of our history and empowered yeah uh, but you know what our 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 entire universe would benefit and and you mm-hmm. said it best our entire universe would benefit greatly and the world would follow suit because we already they already follow mm-hmm. so i wish that i want that one. i double down on that i say <laughs> ancestors make it so please yes. um and 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 thank you and and i also thank you to our ancestors for all the places that that is happening and all yes. the places where you're living proof i'm living proof of people fighting for getting free and living free. Um, so shout out to you. Shout out to your process. I love you. Thank you so much for coming on here. I mean, like yeah, chef's kiss all around. <laughs> chef's kiss all around. And um, and shout out to your boo too. Cause that's a black man loving a black woman and a black woman loving a black man. And I love to see it. I'm here, to, I'm here for it. AUC love all day. Yes, AUC love. Ooh. Maybe movie title? We'll see. I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. But mm. yes, thank you for being here. Sending you off with such love. Sending you off with just, if I could just bottle up all my energy and force and just put Aww. it in one of your bags, I want you to have that and just bust out into DC and live your life and change the world and save the rest of our minds. Yes. Just pave yes. the way, blaze those trails. You got this. You have everything you need and more. You are divine. You are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Keep on keeping on. Because listen, that. they asked I for you and that. you showed up and you about Ooh. to be in the city, child. You about to be in the That's city. So, thank you. And for- I'm going to be calling you. Please. <laughs> Oh, we need to we definitely need to we we're long overdue <laughs> long overdue so yeah absolutely i'm gonna text you when this is soon we get it will solidify something um, <laughs> but uh, thank you to everyone who supports and watches black oasis please yes. continue to um like subscribe share if you have not already um you can find us on youtube at black oasis you gotta write that at, at black at. oasis but thank you all for watching and until next time stay black but you don't really have a choice and lucky (laughs) right